Welcome on into the Wolverine.com podcast. Clayton Safey here with Chris Ballas. We're going to preview Michigan versus Indiana. But Chris, man, we're five days into our move from uh, our old provider to On3, uh, the new network which is going to be revolutionizing the way that college sports are covered and followed by fans. Uh, most everybody has joined us over, so we're uh, over at the Wolverine.com on On3 and we're super happy about that. Exceeding expectations right now. Thousands and thousands of fans. Uh, if you haven't done so, you can join up for just a dollar for an entire year. So it's basically free. If you DM me on Twitter or something, I'll, I'll Venmo you a dollar. Who cares? It's a dollar. Uh, Chris, it's just been a great transition so far. What a week for us. We've been busy, but man, it's been fun and can't wait for the future. Humbling at the traffic and having everybody come over, uh, you know, is, has been amazing. And the, uh, it's the discussion has been great. That's the best part about it is there's, you know, coming off a loss to Michigan state, you would think, man, there's going to be a lot of sniping, but the people that came over are extremely respectful. Uh, and it's the vast, vast majority, uh, which we figured it would be, man, we got a loyal following and they're great people, man. We've always said it's like family there at the Ford at the Wolverine.com. We'd love to have more people join us as long as you can do it respectfully. This is not your, your message board where you're going to be able to vent and cuss and swear and everything else. It's to talk Michigan football and to, to bond with people. Uh, I would think that a lot of those people would attest to the fact that that's exactly what it is. So, and by the way, I wanted to say this about, I, I just got, did you get your shampoo and body wash from Manscaped yet? I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. The drapes now match the carpet. Let's put it that way in terms of great smell. And uh, it, it's fantastic, man, uh, how Manscaped takes care of us. Tell us real quick what the uh, the code is there and how, how you order that because I, I was blown away. Something just keeps popping up at my doorstep every week, you know? I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, I thought we just got a package. They keep sending it yeah. to us. 20 Go Blue is the uh, promo code there at manscaped.com. We're giving them a free read today because they're just that good. And, man, they keep yeah. re-upping with us. Apparently we're doing well. So the Michigan fans out there uh, are well-groomed now, especially because of us and our partnership with Manscaped. But, yeah, we're just plugging everything today. But, uh, yeah, yeah, 20 Go Blue is the promo code there, 20-G-O-B-L-U-E at manscaped.com. Um you mentioned the loss to Michigan State. It would have been good for us coming over, but again, we, we had a great launch anyway. But um, more importantly, from a Michigan standpoint, um, I was comparing being inside Schembechler Hall on Monday for our you know press availability to last week when it looked like Josh Ross and Blake Corum, the way they were talking, the way they were you know carrying themselves and their body language, it looked like they were ready to play that day. Didn't quite look like that was the case for some of those Michigan guys on Monday, but um, it's always going to take a day or two to get off that loss. Mike Morris said he gave himself 48 hours. Ron Bellamy said it's a 24-hour rule. He looked, when we talked to him on Wednesday, very upbeat um, and, you know, like he had moved on. And I know that's a couple days later. But So there is always going to be that worry about how, you know, one loss could turn into two. And this team continues to talk about you know, how much different they are and how they're going to deal with adversity. And they have. They got down at Nebraska, and they, you know, were able to come back and win. They lost the momentum at Wisconsin, but it, they didn't let them phase them, and they were able to blow out the Badgers at Camp Randall. This is the first real test where you actually lose a game. Something in your season as a whole has gone wrong, and we saw the adversity against Rutgers and all that. They've bounced back before, but this is the biggest bout with adversity they're going to have. I expect them to respond well, but you never know. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll be fine. And this is not Tom Allen's best team at Indiana. I compared him to the 
the, un, the unwelcome uncle who gets invited anyway and always tries to spoil the party. I don't know if you read that, but I thought, man, yes. you know, they always play Michigan tough, and, and they have. Uh, I don't think this kid at quarterback is going to have a prayer to move the ball. I think this defense, as long as they're prepared for the tempo, which they weren't last week, then I think they're going to be okay, and I think they're going to score enough points to win. And uh, Indiana plays some tough defense at times um, against the run. I think they stifled Kenneth Walker uh, pretty well in a 20-15 to 15 loss against Michigan State. But, um, you know, now if you're Michigan, you've used your lifeline, right, if you compare it to those cheesy uh, TV trivia shows you've used the one it'd be great to have used it at the end of the year you know against Ohio State because that's going to be the toughest game on the schedule uh, but it was really Michigan State we thought at the beginning of the year Wisconsin maybe you know uh, Penn State on the road which looks easier than it might have been and still not going to be easy clearly but you've used your lifelong a little earlier than you wanted to but your goals are still in front of you so take care of business against Indiana and get high Penn State you go into Maryland, uh, man, you've got an opportunity here to still do some, some really good things. If it weren't Michigan State, I think a lot of people would be more willing to look at it that way. And it's harder to, uh, to be honest, because you gave one away. You were probably the better team. You won all the statistical categories, didn't get the breaks. That's the way it goes. And now, you know, people in state have to hear about it for 365 days. So uh, especially you and your parents, where your parents over there in Grand Rapids. So same with yours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mine too. Yep. Uh, You got to tune it out and take the high road. So, but it's one of those things where I expect this team to bounce back. It was nice to see a a bounce in Blake Corum step because he had a really bad game against Michigan state. Uh, They need him to play better than that. So uh, I expect them to come out and play extremely well. And uh, night game, it should be interesting to see how what the crowd looks like for Indiana. I, I'm not, I really don't have anything against the night games when you've got a Notre Dame come to town or something like that. But man, Indiana and Minnesota, those are kind of a bummer, man. When you're right until 4:30 in the morning, about a 33 to seven or 35 seven win or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It, it kind of reminds me of 2017 when they played that Minnesota game. Yeah. Where I think that was more late October though. I, I, I do not think that was November, but. So it's going to be colder. That was a rainy game, though, and it got delayed. But, um, yeah, it's it's a little weird. At the same time, you do see this because Fox tries to make that noon game their big one. So you see their night game sometimes become a game that's really not that marquee. But it is what it is. It could be worse. Um, yeah, it, I expect Michigan to, to play well in this game as well, to rebound. But, um, you know, at the same time, I think there's still some things with this Indiana team that could – potentially pose a problem you mentioned their run defense that did stifle Kenneth Walker I think he only had about 60 yards rushing 100 total for Michigan State some of those on some scrambles so they can do that to you and Michigan State with competent quarterback play from Indiana which they didn't have and we can talk about that in a second too uh, probably should have lost that game they got a pick six early on in the game and that was the difference but uh, so you know we're t- and I know that was in Bloomington but we're talking about a team that is hung in there with a team that beat Michigan so and I know it's not the transitive property but they can rise up and, and play a good game uh you know I think their defense is still formidable now Michigan's passing attack really opened up last week and Indiana's been terrible against the pass so can you be one-dimensional and shut down Michigan right now with just you know stopping the run game or trying to I don't know because we've seen enough out of Cade McNamara in, in the last week at least and and he's been consistent throughout the season to say that this is not a one-dimensional Michigan offense like some people feared it was going to be early on, early on in the year. I, yeah. Yeah. 
I'd say I, I don't know that it's uh, he's proven himself. I remember John O'Corn having a great game at Purdue, right? And you're thinking, okay, has he arrived, or was it a flash in the pan? Was it one good game? Now Cade's been hot and cold, and and we've acknowledged that. Uh, it was great to see him take a step in that environment. Uh, granted, against the pass defense, it's not very good if we're being honest, right? At the same time, though, some of those throws that he made were just so on the money. It's not like there was huge separation on on some of those crossing routes. He put it right where it needed to be. Had some other ones that were dropped that he put right where they needed to be. So, uh, in my opinion, the jury's out there. But it's a positive step. And a positive step, too, to have a receiver emerge like Andrew Anthony, who was outstanding and looks really, frankly, like their best receiver, in, at least for that game. Now, maybe he won't be going forward. But the way he ran routes, the way he high-pointed the ball, wrote this as well, he just looked the part, right, of a guy that, okay, this is going to be a pretty special kid. And his speed, of course, too, when he when he pulled away from some of those uh, Michigan State defensive backs. So lots to like, and you hate to get your teaching moments out of a loss, but that's exactly what happened. That defense just needs to be better, Clay. They can't, because you know that Indiana's going to run tempo. That's what they do, and they're going to look at last week. Can't do the substitution thing like McDonald wanted to do when they're not substituting and they're going tempo. So... It'll be a challenge in that respect, but that young quarterback, man, I think he's going to have his hands full. This is going to be a much bigger challenge than than last week at Maryland or against Maryland. Yeah, and that Indiana offensive line is is terrible based on talking to two different people. I was on a radio show in Bloomington this week and then also talking to a guy from the Indy Star uh, who covers the team, and they're like, man, that offensive line just has some problems. They've kind of similar to some of the teams Michigan's played this year where it's like they just can't find their best five. Now They've also been banged up. But Caleb Jones, their right tackle, 25 pressures allowed this season and five sacks. That's not a good formula when you have David Ajabo and Aiden Hutchinson coming after you uh, from the edge. So, And especially when your best receiving target is Peyton Hendershot, their tight end, do you leave him in at times, chip with him? I mean, it's like kind of the domino effect of how everything can, you know, you got to be good really in all areas. Otherwise, you're using one thing to, you know, hide something else or whatever. So, and Ty Freifogel, their wide receiver, who was a um, All-American last year, third team. I mean, he's just been, he's fallen off a cliff, and he's been healthy. He's one of their few guys that have actually been healthy, but only one touchdown for him. Um, I think 400 yards receiving, but he's really the only guy that, that gets any targets either compared to last year through this time. He had over 700 yards and a touchdown in almost every game. So, uh, just kind of a different Indiana team. It's It's interesting, and Chris, you put it. Uh, in the message board earlier this week, it's like, man, Tom Allen was the guy. Because remember, they'd win those games, and he'd be jumping around and hugging his guys, and people are like, why can't we have this? It's like, well, it was – I mean, he had been building that program for a while, but it was one really good season, and Michigan was down. So you look across the you know the aisle or whatever, and you see, man, they're having so much fun. But Michigan's in a much better spot right now than Indiana. I can't hear you for some reason. Look at the oh, uh, how Michigan responded uh, and how much fun they're having now when you've got the jump around thing going at, at Wisconsin and you're doing – you can just see it. It's a year-to-year thing. Last year was a COVID season, right, where, uh, okay, and I get that everybody was in the same boat. Michigan had a few more talented guys to sit out than most teams, right? So, uh, And they just never got into the groove. There were no crowds at Michigan Stadium. That's kind of a big deal, right, when you've got the big house and 100-and-something thousand fans. And so, uh, in my opinion, 
uh, Tom Allen is, I don't think he's a flash in the pan. I think he's a solid football coach, but you're going to get that every year where, man, wouldn't, wouldn't you love this guy? Look what he did at Indiana and who could do that at Indiana or, well, anybody can do something for one year. We saw Brady Hoke do it. Mel Tucker's having a good year. You know, is, is this, you know, is he going to parlay it into a, a job at LSU? Is he going to stick around? Whatever. We don't know who he is. He's got 20 transfers coming in. Now all of a sudden he's a coaching God. So you don't know. Um, look at Rich Rodriguez. Everybody thought he was outstanding. You know, you get here, uh, you just don't know. So uh, in my opinion, it was uh, overblown, but that's what a message board is, right? People reacting on the spot to stuff. And man, why can't we have this guy? Or why can't we have that guy? And uh, you don't know yet what Tom Allen is, but uh, we think he's a solid coach, but certainly, uh, you know, that was an overreaction. Definitely. And they've dealt with their fair share of injuries this year. This is kind of their weird year in that aspect. Mm-hmm. But still, like I said, Fry Fogel's an example of, you know, maybe they were just playing a little more, you know, better than their potential last season. And they were capitalizing off of Michigan being down, Penn State being down, and Michigan State being down. Um, you know, they really rose up, but they, you know, they they were trending in that direction. But still, those three programs being not good last season in that division. Indiana picked third to win, or not to win, but picked third in the division this year coming into the year, and it doesn't always shake out like we think. Uh, you know, look at a lot of the teams, look at Clemson around the country. It, it's it's another kind of weird year, but maybe we just put too much stock into 2020 is my guess. Um, yeah. And, you know, th- there's really no question about that. Um, anything else on that this game that kind of stands out to you before we uh, reiterate our picks, which are also in the staff predictions article over at thewolverine.com? And you mentioned the yeah. the message board overreactors. It's only a dollar now, so we're really we're just opening it up now to anybody who's going to come in and overreact. But go ahead. Yeah, that's okay though because I know. so far I know. it's been uh, it's been ma- amazing and so many of the same faces, right? And that's what's so fun about it is is this, it's the same banter that uh that you get got at the old place but it's still the wolverine.com and it's still the fort and it's always going to be the fort and it's always going to be the wolverine.com and it feels the same the technology just happens to be a little bit better and uh the layout love it so really been thrilled man about the uh, about the move anything else on the um on this matchup in your prediction uh, I got Michigan, I think, what did I say, 37 to 6 or something like that. Yeah, or 37 to 7, I believe. Sounds so, right. Yeah. yeah, some field goals in there because I don't think they're going to solve all their Red Bulls own woes in one week. But I think they'll move the ball at will uh, as long as they're crisp. And I think they, they will be. This was a week for a lot of guys to rest. Uh, that, was a, that was a physical game. There were a lot of banged up guys. You see it for Michigan State, too, going up against Purdue, which should be an interesting game tomorrow in West Lafayette. So the way they're celebrating in that locker room with their cigars and everything was like they just won the Super Bowl. So we'll see how Michigan State comes out. But lots to play for, Clay. That's what it really boils down to. you got to take care of business in a game like this. doesn't have to be pretty. Just take care of business. Go to Happy Valley. Get your guys back and take care of business there. And then, then we're back having fun again. Yeah, I've seen a lot of – I actually saw a couple of people on the message board today say – that they're more excited for the Wayne State exhibition basketball game than they are for the like how I don't know if that if they just think that that that's the case for them like once tomorrow comes there's no way that's going to be the case because tonight if you're that excited for an exhibition basketball game you're going to be disappointed and I'm I'm excited for it generally but like it doesn't come close to football in terms of nope. you you are a fan if you're a Michigan fan right now of the number right. seven team in the country that has one loss, you said it earlier, if, if that loss was to Wisconsin earlier, they bounce back, beat Michigan State. And I know that rivalries are a thing. I'm not downplaying that. But just for the sake of like the big picture, 
I mean, you better be damn excited about this game too. Right. And we're getting kind of in November. Well, we're in November, but that portion of the season where you got to take that mental picture as I, as I talk about where, I mean, we're getting close to the end here and you know, there's a bunch of months out of the year that we don't get this. So don't, don't get too excited about an exhibition basketball right. game. You still have a ton to play for in November. If you're a yep. Michigan fan, you mentioned it a huge game next week. So if they win this, I, I assume the excitement will get back up, but it's yes. just kind of, it's just kind of interesting to see. I'm not going to say fickle because Michigan fans are not fickle, but there's some fickleness there, if that's a word. And, uh, you know, it's a little disappointing, but I guess not totally unexpected from, you know, a fan base that expects a lot. Um, well, I have 30. Be, be yeah, go ahead. We got to beat Michigan state when you're supposed to. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, I even, I, I that's going to linger no matter what, that was a winnable game. And I, yeah, they didn't get the breaks, but there were coaching mistakes too, that you can't make and mistakes in that game that you can't make. So yeah, it, that one's going to linger for a little bit. hundred percent. But I still yep. think you can, you can be, you know, snake bitten or whatever, feel that way. Yep. Sour grapes about one game and, and still realize that there's a lot on the table still. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, it was no doubt that was a tough loss and, you know, there should be criticism. There should be all of that disappointment, anger, uh, all that about that loss. But still, uh, you know, this is still a, a big game because you're in contention. Like, you got to win all these games here. I have 31 to 10 as my prediction. Um, wouldn't be shocked if Indiana is, is closer to where you said around six or seven points because that offense is just terrible. 22 points a game. They're in the hundreds in, in total offense and scoring offense, like 300 yards. So I could see Michigan just completely stifling them, but um, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and maybe they, they hit on one or two big plays. And by the way, talking to some people down there, there there's not a 0% chance that Michael Penix doesn't come back or Jack hmm. Tuttle, who's, who's not very good either. Kind of reminds me of John O'Corn. No offense to yeah. either yeah. of them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but Michael Penix, also talking to guys down there, Michael Penix, before the injury too was not good seven, yeah seven interceptions four touchdowns and I know he was coming off of an injury in the offseason he's just had too many of those and sometimes it can pile up you've kind yeah. of seen it with Alan Bowman too in, in his career with a shattered ankle and a collarbone and a popped lung and all that so um yeah maybe just even if he is back I don't know if he's necessarily going to be the same guy um yeah I agree. but but yeah. just to note that that he he could come out there and play because uh, it's just been super tight-lipped over there. But we ex- expect Donovan McCulley, 18-year-old, not going to be 19 for a while. He's very, very young, but give him credit for standing back there. Uh, any yeah. final thought on this game? Nope. I think Michigan handles and takes care of business. Uh, let's take care of it and uh, talk about it at the Wolverine on on three and, uh, and move forward. Sounds good. One dollar. You can join us, get all of our premium articles, and join the thousands and thousands of Michigan fans over on the fort. So just go right to the Wolverine.com. It's plastered all over the front page to get that deal. Limited time offer, so make sure to take advantage now, and we will see everybody over there.